Joining us now, I think he's done just about everything, everything yep. in the world of golf. He's played, he's taught, he's, man, he's done everything. Jay Golden joins us. Jay, what's going on this morning? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Yeah, I've done, in fact, I've done so many things with art and comedy and video and inventions. Right now, I'm unemployed in over 20 professions. <laughs> That is wait, not funny. Wait a minute. It's wait not a minute. Funny, wait, but it's it, got to be a world record. Do you, do you collect twenty unemployment checks for that, <laughs> and, do you, and do you get the the extra COVID kick for that? Well, you set it up, baby. You're my you're my unemployment agent. Okay? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I hear I hear an accent that maybe comes out of like New York, maybe Brooklyn. Is that right, Jay? I talk like this because I'm from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn, New York, Brooklyn, Diker Beach Golf Course, Belt Parkway, Marine Park Golf Course. Well, wow. Marine Park Golf Course. First was Diker Beach Golf Course for many years. Then they built another course, which was on a garbage dump. <laughs> I they love actually those. had a garbage dump, and, and that's where they found Jimmy Hoffa, right there, right <laughs> on that golf course. Someone took a deep divot. That's, that's one of those golf courses where uh, you, you got to be careful that if you go down into a bunker, you don't want to light a match. <laughs> blow up. I, I got it. In fact, it was rated the number one course by the AAS, the American Association of Seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the the number one the number one golf course built in a dump, but yeah, same same. It's along the same lines. All right. Well, just try not try not to say things funnier than me. I'd appreciate. I'll it. try not to. So tournament okay. tournament player, instructor, trick shot artist, long drive competitor, MC, stand up comedian, cartoonist, journalist, children's book writer, screenwriter, poet, inventor, painter, singer. Which one was the most fun? Well. Anyone, you know, I enjoy doing them all. I, I, I've had a lot of, uh, I don't know, you want to call it skills or gifts, or I don't know. But, but the main thing is that I combine them with golf. And if there's one message that I would like to uh, share with your listeners, you know, I didn't know if you know this, but golf is tough. It could be frustrating, yep. this, that, the other thing. But there are other ways to enjoy golf. Everybody has skills. You know how to bake cakes, uh, bake a cake in the shape of the 18th hole at Pebble Beach. You like the law, learn about golf rules. You like art, do golf art. You're a collector, well, collect old golf stuff. There are a lot of other ways. I've gotten so much more enjoyment combining my interests, hobbies, and skills with golf than actually playing. All right, so, so it begs the question, since you've done all, so much in the world of golf, who is the funniest on the golf course? Is it Lee Trevino, Chichi Rodriguez, or you? Well, I, Chichi, actually, I have a video that you could show right now to your listeners. Oh, it's a radio? Yeah. But Chichi actually said that Jay Golden is the funniest man in golf. I've done a number of shows with Chichi, and, you know, honestly, you see, Humor is based on disappointment, frustration, pain, and that's why it's so easy to be funny with golf. And that's why so many people are funny. Chi-Chi, natural comedian, man, he's so funny. Trofino, they're all so funny. You know, I, I put in my two cents. You know, I was just tried being a stand-up comedian. I was a, one of the worst professionals. Get the word professional. I was a very bad but professional stand-up comedian. But I have... A thousand pages of routines and jokes, and I've done many comedy trick shot shows, and so 
So anyhow, but I will say that if you're going to write comedy about any subject, golf is probably the easiest yeah. because of the frustration, disappointment, and pain. Or you could write about the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would work. <laughs> All right, so, well, speaking of comedy, when we, watched the, when we watched the match this weekend with Tiger, Phil, and Peyton, and Tom Brady, uh, I mean, there's going to be some interesting stuff. I mean, you could probably create a whole comedy bit out of that, that match going on with those well, guys. Well, I would, I would love to do uh, a play-by-play, like a Rodney doing Rodney Danger. I'll tell you, these guys are bad. Are you kidding me? Their tee shots is like throwing an interception on every pass, you know? <laughs> I would love to do the play-by-play, but Greeny, I just want to say, I spoke to Phil Mickelson and Ernie Els, and, you know, you played against them in the Optimus World Junior Championship at Torrey Pines, and they can't <laughs> believe that you are not a high earning PGA Tour player. They're so disappointed. He's not even a high earning broadcaster either. (laughs) (laughs) They love you, baby. They love you. Yes, thank God I have a normal job 8 to 5 Monday through Friday. Right, Matty? And Matt, you Matt, you had the greatest idea. You know, you're the co founder of the Carolina Invitational and if there's one way to get invited to a tournament, and that is to start it. That is the greatest idea <laughs> Jay, I ever heard. Jay, I played in it one time. Uh, <laughs> I, first, I was not of was, the caliber of the players that were being invited to this thing, so let me just clarify that. Let me guess. It was the first time. Was no. It the first one? It was like, it was like the 12th one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> took me that, the, the only reason because of that is we had moved it from November to, to August, so we had a lot more daylight so we could accommodate more tea time, so I just put myself in the field one time. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Practice for it. For 12 years, and you still stunk yeah, it up. Congratulations. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, uh, I'm not a, I'm not that good of a player. Mark is. Greeny is a good player, but you know, I, I love the game. And, and you're right. The best stories come out of the 19th hole every single time. Oh, yeah. It's the easiest. It's the easiest. And, you know, my son, Jeff, all my kids started playing golf at, uh, at one year old. But my son, Jeff, uh, he continued playing in a 22 22- Played in the U.S. Open at Oakmont, wow. and, and I caddied for him there. Wow. And that's uh, 2007. He's still not talking to me, but it's, still, <laughs> it's getting closer. It's getting closer, fellas. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. I mean, when you caddy for your kids, my you know, my dad was a club pro, and he caddied for me one time. Uh, <laughs> in the New Hampshire Open, we both played in the first round. I made the cut. He didn't. And then he caddied for me the next day. I shot 81. So I don't know if you've had that similar experience with your kids before. <laughs> well, I've done, and I know that you, you guys have done caddying. And, you know, when you caddy, there's two, two things that I say. One, it's what you say, but more important, it's what you don't say. Right. you gotta, you got to know that player. It's thin ice country club, baby. Thin ice country club That's in a exactly lot of respects. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I've worked, I helped a player get on tour and, and I've worked with a lot of uh, tour players and tour hopefuls. I gave Arnold Palmer lessons in his last appearance at Bay Hill. I worked with him that week. And you talk about Thin Ice Country Club. Oh, man. he With no one around, if he sneezes, 12 tissues show up. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so it's got to be fun. I mean, you know... When you do clinics and stuff like that, I mean, it, it there, there's also the fine line, too, between the humor and the seriousness of golf. And I think that's what makes it a great game is that there is plenty of time to, to have fun and joke around, but there's also plenty of time to be serious. And, and making that balance sometimes makes it more funny than anything. 
It does, and you know the concentration on each shot. But I know the secret of golf, and I know this is not a teaching show, but I know your listeners want to get a secret, and this is it. Keep your back for take, turn your left foot out, turn, bend from knees, bend from the waist, where your left arm hangs down, so we hold the club, your right hand the club, the line from the knees, fourth point to your right shoulder. As you start the club back, club goes low, shoulders turn, hips turn, top of your back swing, 90% of your weight's on your right, but 10% on your, your left. Your shoulders turn 90 degrees, your hips 45, down swing, initiate the lower part of your body, knees moving towards the target, hips are one, your shoulders are one, club is the ball, same position with the dresser, you move into your follow through, shoulders are facing target, hips are facing target, hands are high, and most important of all, don't think about anything when you're hitting the yeah, ball. Yeah, you, you just made me a 40 handicapper, Jane. <laughs> I'm now a 40 handicapper because i got to think about all that well, stuff. Well, you're improving. <laughs> exactly. And, and by the way, after you do all of that, there is only one place in the world where hope is a strategy, and that is in the game of golf. That's right. <laughs> exactly I'll tell you, right. you hit one good shot, why can't I hit them all like that? You yeah. know what I say to that person? You know, the guy that won the lotto last week for $10 million – he says, why can't I win every week? Same reason. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it is just, uh, it's, a, it's a frustratingly outstanding game. And, and the knowledge that no matter how good you play, no matter how low you shoot, you left at least one shot on the table somewhere. Every time. What we oh, never, it's, what it's, a crazy, it's a crazy game to have the greatest round in your life. What are you thinking about? Are you enjoying it? No, you can't no. wait to get off the course before you ruin it. Right. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, how many times? And Matt, have you... I have a question uh, for you. Uh, Matt, I have a question for you. Ahead. As you know, I'm the go new ahead, host Jay. of this show. Yeah, you are. Matt, you say that you enjoy golf more every year. Tell us your secret. Um, because I have very few years left. So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a that's a beautiful thought. There, nice going. Listen, on a, on a serious note, I'm reading I'm reading a, a, an article. You spent some time with Mo Norman. Um, can you share yep. with our audience um, what, what that relationship was like? First of all, people may not know who Mo Norman is, but <laughs> one, of the, one of the greatest teachers and the greatest players ever. Well, actually, uh, he didn't teach that much. But, you know, and I wrote a song about him, which actually uh, is on iTunes. Uh, but anyhow, um, I spent a nice amount of time with him. But when he was about five or six years old from Canada, he went down a hill on a sled and a car went over his head. And there were people, the family, you know, they thought he would go crazy, this and that. But there's a lot of people that felt that he became an idiot savant. So he was very really? backward in some areas, but loved hitting golf balls. And I'm exaggerating now, but it's not, a, it's not too far from the truth. For 20 years, every day, he hit 1,000 balls a day. Oh. And he became known as the world's greatest ball striker. Trevino said he's the greatest ball striker. Wow. Other people, world, he became a worldwide uh, folk hero. So I spent, you know, a lot of time with him. and I wrote songs and poems and articles about him, paintings. I did paintings that he would sign. And, and uh, he is some story. For those of you that want to see his clinics, you go to, to uh, on the internet. You put in Mo Norman clinics. You will see some stuff. Wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you if you ever watch the videos, if you ever saw him hit in person, I mean, it was something to behold to be able to just watch him hit it wherever he wanted to, hit it whatever distance he wanted to, with whatever club he wanted to, and you know, it's just it's one of those things that he was probably so good at what he did that, and he got maybe. 
you know, maybe just going out and playing around the golf and, and competing on the PGA Tour just wasn't his thing. I mean, you know, if he, if he could well, have ever. Well, you know, they didn't like it. He was so different. You yeah. know, he would yeah. wear these sweatshirts and the turtleneck sweaters in 95 degrees. <laughs> and, you know, he's, and he would play crazy sometimes. He'd come to a 350-yard hole. He'd go, oh, is it a driver wedge or a wedge driver? Driver wedge, wedge driver. Oh, I'll wedge driver. He would tee off with a wedge and then hit a driver wow. on the green. Yeah, yeah. You know, he did so many things and he was so different. He he got in. He was setting pins in in uh, Canada. He was a pin setter at a bowling alley, and he gets a letter because he was the Canadian amateur champion to play in the Masters. So he goes to the Masters and. He's invited to play in the Masters. He said the greatest feeling he ever had in golf was walking to the first team of Masters. I said, Mo, where'd you hit your drive? Ooh, down the middle, down the middle. Where'd you have to green? Six iron. Where'd you hit it? Middle of the green. Where'd your first putt go? Off the green. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lesson. There. And I go, where'd you chip? Two feet away, made it for bogey. But there's a lesson there, which is, uh, I have, if anyone wants to follow me, whatever, if you go to, on the internet, Jay Golden, get great at golf. Jay Golden, get great at golf. And you'll, you'll have a daily tip on, on YouTube that gets one or one, one view a day. I'm the only one that watches. <laughs> but, but I've coached, I've played, I've coached. And you see that little story about Mo Norman is huge. The way to, if your goal is to shoot low scores, I have a saying, practice every shot every day. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's not possible. Sand shots, uphill, downhill, side hill, good life, bad life. But he hit so many balls, he neglected his short game. He neglected his putting. Yeah. And even though in Canada he had 50 course records, but he was never that good of a putter and never that great of a scorer. Yeah. 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 Mm. Well, Jay, man, we we appreciate you taking some time with us this morning. Uh, stay, stay safe, and uh, you know, uh, keep collecting those twenty or so unemployment checks. <laughs> thanks a lot, fellas. It was a real pleasure. Thank you, Jay. All right, thanks a lot.